Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Coaching Spirits podcast, Unmasking Domestic Violence. On today's episode, I will talk about the difference between a covert and an overt narcissist. I will give a description of how they are as teenagers unto adults. Today, we will uncover the difference between an overt narcissist and a covert narcissist and the distinct difference between both. My hope in sharing these two personality disorders is to educate those who've been afflicted so you have a better understanding of the trauma you've endured or may be experiencing, and also so you no longer ignore your reality and can start the process of healing in removing the cognitive dissonance that occurs in narcissistic relationships. And to give a brief description of what cognitive dissonance is, It's confusion that victims suffer when in these relationships. This occurs through emotional and psychological abuse. It's basically discomfort a victim feels that's caused by manipulation, lies, deceit, and gaslighting. And because of this occurrence, a victim of narcissistic abuse is not able to make the best choices based on truth and facts for themselves because of the constant contradiction in their reality due to their abuser. And as I've shared on other episodes, it's extremely important you journal your experiences. This will start the process of your healing so you don't become confused in your reality. Psychotherapy is another method used by trauma therapists. Both of these procedures work really well in your recovery with cognitive dissonance. Okay, so let's begin with a description of an overt narcissist. These individuals are extremely proud in their ability to intentionally manipulate and control people. They exploit people for personal gain, and their methods in doing so are clear. They don't hide their manipulation or methods of deception, scandal, or chase of power. They are usually easy to pick out from a crowd. They're extremely upfront with their self-centeredness, and they often brag with putting others down and they also flash their connections and material wealth. Clinical studies have shown that this personality disorder develops because of an abnormal childhood. This child lacked empathy during their development from either their guardian or parent, and because of this, the child didn't develop healthy self-esteem levels. Because of this, this child is unable to express empathy towards people who suffer. This child then begins to overcompensate by needing ego boost from others. So this personality disorder is based on their egos. Their actions reflect a grandiose belief of superiority as well as their needs for admiration and worship from others. They love to lie to get their way, to benefit themselves. They are egotistical when it comes to their self-worth, and they're always preoccupied with getting their own needs met over others. Their entitled attitudes have them acting out to get special treatment, so they get their needs met from others, no matter the circumstance. And if they ever feel criticized, wrong, or upset, they become extremely aggressive towards that individual. They're extremely competitive in sport, job, academics, or hobbies, and they're more competitive than cooperative. Unfortunately, all of these distinct behaviors occur due to a system gone wrong in their early childhood development. One thing I want to point out in describing these narcissistic personality disorders is that, yes, it's tragic that they were not given proper attention as children should. This, although, is not a reason to enable or applaud their bad 
bad behavior and cruelty towards others despite their unfortunate upbringing. Always keep in mind, what you allow will always continue. The truth of the matter to any situation where you get this uncomfortable feeling of accepting manipulation, lies, deceit, beatings, and control. A narcissist will continue to do that to you at no end. This is how they are wired psychologically. And if you accept this behavior, they're extremely happy because they are now in control and have power over you. This is how they think and there's no changing that, nor can you do anything to change that about them. And if they're willing to get counseling for their personality disorder, that usually doesn't last because they will eventually resort to their old ways. Listen, I get it. When you're in these narcissistic relationships, you feel bad about their past. You begin to make excuses for their abuse towards you. You hide it from the world and you put them on a pedestal and you make them look better than yourself. Having gone through this myself and experiencing firsthand, nobody will ever be able to tell me any different when it comes to a person who has NPD because I have personally witnessed and endured these behaviors for majority of my life. And you can't change this person's disability. Now, again, I believe the power of God. As I've shared in my last episodes, I believe God is in the business of healing those who come to him. But in my case with my abuser, those prayers were never answered. And here I am today with domestic violence at its highest, speaking about narcissistic abuse. I believe God had a different plans for me. And I am absolutely grateful for that. Because if you really think about it, a person who abuses you can't possibly love you. They are predators of deceit. Their action towards you speak it. So then you need to love and value yourself enough to leave that toxic relationship behind once and for all. Now that we got that out of the way, what's the description of a covert narcissist? A covert narcissist is usually recognized by their vulnerable traits. As children, they lacked unconditional love by a parent or a guardian. How are they as teenagers? They will use forms of manipulation when they are triggered by self-pity or frustration, and this occurs due to their jealousy and insecurities. They will gossip and put others down and will purposely include, they are masters in the silent treatment. They do this as a form of punishment when they don't get their way. They're big on giving the cold shoulder and ignoring you. They lack the sense of touch from anybody for affection. They have a tendency of tuning out mentally. They believe others are not worth their time. So they constantly withdraw themselves emotionally to avoid genuine connection. As adults, they're highly sensitive to criticism and make dismissive or sarcastic remarks towards others. They believe they're above everyone, but truthfully, internally, they feel empty, humiliated, or enraged. They have this passive-aggressive behavior, and they apply it when they're frustrated. Covert narcissists never overlook anything from others, and if they believe you intentionally wronged them in any way, they will eventually get back at you one way or another. They have a tendency of holding grudges for a long time, and they will wait for a perfect opportunity to take revenge on you and they will be extremely discreet in doing so. Covert narcissists have a tendency of also putting themselves down because they rely on others to build them up. Ways they do this is by being modest in exaggeration and lies about their achievements. And when doing this, they don't feel imperfect or ashamed in doing so. They avoid social situations or relationships that lack any benefits to them. They have a sense of superiority. And if they are not gaining something from you, they rather not entertain you. Now, what does their great 
grandiose traits look like? Well, they love being recognized by their talents and promotions at work or anything they do. They love when people admire them. It helps to build their self-esteem. And that's why it appears as though they have empathy towards others. You will see them willing to help others or take on extra work or lavish people with gifts, showing acts of kindness and thoughtfulness. But be assured, they do this because they love receiving praise. They believe they are saving people from destruction. Another trait you will see in a covert narcissist are feelings of envy towards people. This is because they are bitter and hold resentment towards that person. They believe they deserve something the other person may have. And the only time you will see them express these feelings of frustrations are with those closest to them. And that's only because they're the only ones who praise the covert narcissist. They also struggle with feelings of inadequacy. They measure themselves to a high standard. And if they feel inadequate to failure, it's because they got triggered by shame, anger, or a sense of being powerless. And contrary to what people may believe, narcissists do not have empathy. And again, if they do things for people in acts of kindness or compassion, it's only done to win the approval of others for praise and admiration. And if you don't give them that praise, they will be bitter and hold resentment and make remarks about you and how you took advantage of them and did not appreciate them when they did those acts of kindness for you. So now, Let's look at the distinct difference between a covert narcissist and an overt narcissist. An overt narcissist has high self-esteem, while the covert narcissist has low self-esteem. The overt narcissist has more of a grandiose personality trait. This is where their ego of entitlement comes from, and their approach is by bullying to have their needs met. The covert narcissists, on the other hand, are more vulnerable. They are highly sensitive to criticism and are more passive aggressive and discreet when taking on revenge towards someone they feel betrayed by. One last thing I wanted to point out about covert narcissists because I believe it's extremely important. Studies show suicide rate is extremely high with them. This is because of their low self-esteem. They believe they have to be superhuman and when they fail at that because of the high standards they measure themselves to, they feel ashamed of their failure in not being that. Thankfully, psychologists and survivors have been working together in recent times due to the increase in domestic violence during this pandemic in helping one another have a better understanding of the personality disorder narcissistic have, along with understanding the trauma that victim survivors are left with from narcissistic abuse. The hope in doing these studies are to offer victim survivors a better quality of life and to educate psychologists, counselors, therapists, educators, and law enforcement a better understanding of the personality disorder that narcissists have in hopes to have a better grip on it before it gets worse and to bring more awareness on narcissistic personality disorders. Unfortunately, many clinical psychologists see NPD getting worse in the near future, and many believe we will never get rid of the coronavirus because of it. Many see displays of it now, with so many people refusing to wear masks and displaying an uninterest in the vaccination. Psychologists are speaking out in saying that narcissism is our current pandemic and things are only going to get worse. We are going to end this as a great reminder for all of us. Domestic violence does not define us. We may go through some challenges along the way, but as long as we're willing to put in the work, we can and will overcome. And just a reminder to anyone who may be experiencing abuse, keep in mind they suffer a personality disorder 
you cannot change. And that's why it's extremely important you create boundaries with them and never become their enablers. Your well-being matters and you are enough. And stay tuned as I continue to uncover the different types of narcissism. And thanks again for tuning in to the Coaching Spirits podcast, Unmasking Domestic Violence. Thank you and God bless.